on the rave. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the wonderful internet. My name is Gav. I'm Adi. And you are tuned in once again to the On The Rave podcast. Adi, how is it going? I'm fucking broken after, after bang face, Gav. Yeah. Still you, fucking broken. You still, you Week and like a minute ago and I'm... My mind is somewhere else and my body's fucking in a shit chalet in Pontons. Yeah, that's, those weekends are amazing. Like, I'm gutted that I missed it. But loads of people seem to have fun. And one of the guys in the northeast went down really chop, well, Chop, chop. Was amazing. Big up, chop, chop. Yeah, well done. 10 really. o'clock slept, went down, storm. Went yeah. down an absolute fucking shit storm. He's one of them, though, isn't he? He's a, he's a nice he's, guy. He's the fucking ginger Paul Schools of fucking Breakcore. <laughs> the Paul Schools of Breakcore. The, the fucking the ginger Paul Is he still in West Allotment? Yes, he is. Yeah. I, I believe so. Out in the middle of nowhere. Like a little, 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 little lovely, hub. wonderful, wonderful hub, hub. A hub of gingerbread core. Delicious. Uh, so apart from that, how are you feeling? Uh, fragile, fragile, but I'm getting over it. We've got res coming up, so I've got to suck it up. Yeah, yeah, res is just a couple of weeks away. If you haven't got your tickets, you're probably fucked. You're probably fucked. I know there's no, no, no there's a lot on the internet. <laughs> no. Just have a look on Facebook. Yeah, Someone sells them on every day. Yeah, there's people selling them on Facebook. You can get a hold of them from there. I don't think you'll get any from the res site, but res is going to be amazing. Yes. Um, uh, we are. Lineup's way too good to be... We, we've got special plans in line. Hopefully, we'll have something coming from Res for you. Um, watch this space and all that jazz. Aye. One would suppose. Um, we've just come away from Basement Snacks, haven't we? We have. We've been to see West Sponsor. We've had some delicious coffee. I had a curry pie. Uh, we had a curry pie, and I had some mushrooms on toast. It was lush. It was. It was really banging. Thank you very much, Don's for. Cheers, um, Don's. Yeah, she's a wonderful sponsor. And Basement Snacks. Just everyone, get yourselves in there. Should and remember, 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 if you shout when you go in there. On, on the, the rave at Don's behind the counter. She'll yeah. give you 10% off your goods. Fucking everyone's a winner. Yeah, that's it. Go on and enjoy some coffee. She recommended oat milk today, didn't mm-hmm. she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, seeing as we've waffled on a little bit, shall we get on with what we normally do at the start of these podcasts? Yes, let's do it, Gav. Yeah, so a little bit of Raver's Choice. Back to the normal proceeding for Raver's Choice this time out after our lovely little dedication of the Prodigy. Hope everyone enjoyed the extra long podcast last time out. <sighs> Two and a half hours. Yeah, we didn't know it was going to be two and a half hours when we started out, did we? No, we didn't. <laughs> like, but it was. Yeah, but it was fun. So, Addy, who's won Rivers Choice this week? It's Stewie Robs this ah, week. I Mr. Thought, RTA. Yeah, I thought we'd go with something res based with it being res just around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, and he's a lovely guy. And he is, he is. It's comedy stew. Check out check him out. He probably doesn't do that much comedy anymore with him having children and works and that. Yeah, but the band looks adorable and all yeah. those little Adidas Star Wars tracksuits. Does. Yeah. It does. Mint. So what track has he selected? Uh, it's Base X Hardcore Disco Remix. There we go. So let's go with a bit of Base X.
Ballard's choice. That was a bit of ace, base X. Base X, he says correctly. Thank you very much, Stu, for getting in touch. And remember, everyone, that we are going to start reading out people's names. If you're posting comments on where, if you're posting anything about where, let me know. Tag where. Give a five-star review, you motherfuckers. Yeah, get on get on iTunes. Even if you write the pair of them are assholes uh, on iTunes, but you give them five stars. Good chance I will be. Yeah. But uh, let's just keep up with it. And while we're at it, I'll remind everyone that you can catch us on Twitter at On The Rave. Mm-hmm. You can catch us on mm-hmm. Facebook at On mm-hmm. The Rave. You can catch yeah. us on YouTube, youtube.com yeah. forward slash On The Rave. You can catch us on Instagram. That's Addy's favourite. That's my favourite. That's On The Rave with Addy and Gav. We it's are, On The Rave and Pictures. It is. It's On The Rave and Pictures. All of the discs. All of those lovely big wax discs that Addy found in his loft. Still yeah. there. Still millions of them come. Yeah. You can catch us on iTunes. You can catch us on mm-hmm. Spotify now as well. We are powered by Podbean. And fueled by Basement Snacks. And as we've just said before, you can go into Basement Snacks on Ridley Place in town and get 10% off all of your goods by simply shouting at Don's on, on the, the Rave. Well, Addy, guess what? What's that, Gav? Being a podcast where we've got guests and stuff, you'll be uber, uber surprised. Is it another guest? It's another guest. Who was it this time? Well, sat across the room from us, uh, we're recording inside Northumbria University this time round, so if the room sounds a little bit... Uh, Different from the On The Rave studio, or my bedroom, mm. <laughs> as we'll call it. I have to excuse the sound, but across from me is uh, DJ Subno, or Connor. Connor, how's it going? Very well, mate. Very well indeed. Good. Nice to have you here. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. Yeah, we've been trying for a while to get Connor on. Connor's a uh, local lad who does the DJing, and he makes his own music and stuff, so he's a show-in for a podcast like this, aren't you, young'un? I love it, mate. I love all the podcasts, man. I love it, yeah. Mint, good. So, let's start the way we always start. Tell a little bit about yourself. So, what do you do? I mean, I've just told everyone you're DJ and you produce something to find you. What's your crack? Um, my crack is, I've been doing it since I was about 14 years old and I started producing at about 16. I had my first record out at about 17, which got about 30,000 views on YouTube. Ever since then, I've had about six record deals um, and I've been playing around the world and bits and bobs yeah and I've loved every minute of it yeah yeah. one of those touring ones one of those lads from the northeast who's out there repping forward boy done good boy done good I love it mate aye aye good we always like it when a Geordie sort of comes back having done well in it so and uh, you're part of oh, I don't know if you'd call it the Archer's legacy but it was Sandy who was one of your early mentors wasn't it it was indeed aye yeah, yeah 100% yeah. big up Sandy yeah Mr Duff he's been wonderful to this podcast he not has. only uh, <laughs> not <laughs> only putting himself on the podcast but he hooked up with Slipmat and yeah. stuff like that so to continuously say thank you thank you Mr Duff um, <laughs> but what we'll do let's just show straight on um, and I guess we'll First start question. at the very beginning it's a very good place to start or something. Aye. Early influences. Early influences. So, uh, who played the music in the house? Um, mother, really, normally. Mother. Mother. Radio or? It was CDs. Uh, CDs. CDs, remember them? Uh, just a boot. We, we, uh, we, we, we're used to dealing yeah. in tapes, yeah? We don't. So, right. <laughs> we're normally tape talk. Yeah. Tape talk with Addy and Gav. Ah. So that's our that's other podcast. Yeah, yeah, tape talk. There rave tape talk rave tape talk there we go we'll just do like when someone digs out a box of them out of the attic we'll just go around and thumb through them with our big pens fast forwarding through the bit of uh, <laughs> so what sort of thing was Mother playing? Uh, mostly loads of dub and thievery corporation and bits and bobs like that oh yeah. nice 
That's a well different start. Yeah, I grew up around that whole sort of dub influence, Celtic influence sort of thing, festival sort of vibe when I was younger, which was excellent for me. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. a well interesting start of music. Like, it's better than ours. Yeah, it is better than both of us, like, so mm. can't complain. Go it's, not, it's not quite a, yeah, it's not <laughs> repeat already. Yeah, that's it. It's not quite, uh, it's not quite slip mad starting DJing at like, what, a year and a half? Yeah. Yeah, mm. uh, he reckons he was a year and a half old when he was doing a turntableist, but yeah. yeah. Oh, it's right. a nice start in the music, like so. Opposed from that, what else was you playing? Did you have the was the radio playing in the house? Or? Um, you know what? Like, should always play sort of like Olive and stuff like that. You know, a bit of nineties breakbeat. It was either nice. 90s that's break, what you want, like, isn't it? Indeed, it was either nineties breakbeat dub, sort of jungle reggae, or a bit of Dido. You know what oh, I mean? It's a bit of everything. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that it's goes from the sublime to the dire, doesn't it? Every facet of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so which of those of would you which which of that sort of stuff that you played has had the most influence on you, do you think? Probably the dub, really. Yeah. So I was going for Dido, were you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I'd say it. I like a bit of Dido, you know. Bit of chill Dido. Not wrong with that, like. Not wrong with a bit of up. I don't know about Dildo. But, um, <laughs> uh, but I don't know, she did that one song with Eminem that was crap. It was terrible. Oh, that was awful, mate. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Not a fan of that one. I like the video. I like the story they tell. Uh, I just I like watching it. I don't like listening yeah. to it. Yeah, it's a shame, man. Don't know. It's the thing with Eminem, man. He just got, he just got crap after the first yeah. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Dido's brother was banging, though. Dido's brother? Yeah. Who's Dido's brother? Rolo from... It used to be like when I was first coming, it's like uh, there was a record called Rolo Goes Camping. It's a class record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good, bro. I feel a bit lost. I don't, I'm, I'm not I'm quite sure I know. I'm when you said sad. Rolo, I thought you were taking the piss. I was no, going to no. say, who's on Bagging Bowls? Fucking Toblerone. Well, that's who. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, he's, he's part of Fatalist. He does the, did oh, the music for Fatalist. Right. Oh, oh there we go. Like yeah, that. I did not know that. So yeah. she's actually got, she's got much better Fact connections than before. The there yeah. we go. We're full of facts. See, yeah. that's why I'm here. There you go. Just said it's your expert analysis, man. Yeah, yeah. He remembers things from before we were able to have memories. Yeah. So. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Just. So when we're talking about all these tracks, is there one track that she was listening to that might have stood out a little bit more than others that we can play for people? Yeah, Sweet Tides by Thievery Corporation. It's a massive chill out ambient vibe, gorgeous track. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Cool. Yeah. Well. Uh, Let's rock it and let's get it on. So here's a bit of chill out to start, well, to, to calm you down after the hardcore after the errands. hardcore disco. Um, here's a bit of chill out to calm me back down. So everyone just uh, take a moment, chill out and relax to the song.
and that was Sweet Tides by Thievery Corporation. Uh, amazing, and that was yeah, the early influences track played out, and that was a lovely bit of chill out for everyone on the podcast. So it's nice to have something a bit of a different it pace. Is, it? uh, it's lovely. It is. It's a delight. So you can't see the melancholy on Addy's face there, but you know I know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just hardcore. It hasn't got hoovers or breakbeats or fucking trumpets. Trumpet? Oh fuck! I hear trumpets. <laughs> I hear trumpets too. Like, I had yeah, to squeeze, well, had squeeze a quick trumpet reference yeah. here. Always, always. <laughs> Way. Let's uh, swiftly move on. move on. So section two of the podcast is where we talk about finding your own feet. So after all the music that Mother had influence on, mm-hmm. what yeah. came next? So what sort of artists were you listening to? What sort of genres? Go on, Phil Wayne. Yeah, right, okay. So I slowly went from listening to dub and getting darker through that to listening to sort of dark garage, which I started listening to when I was about a teenager, maybe like 16, 15. Do those um, two words really belong in a music sentence? I mean, a dark garage sounds like somewhere where your Ford Escort will be sitting yeah. while it's not on the road. What's dark garage? Dark garage is just, it's basically just like two-step, but really, really grimy two-step with loads of like dark ambient overtones and melancholic sort of synths and stuff. Right down my street, like to be honest with you. Okay. And well. that was sort of the starting point of my whole musical journey, really. Right, so is this like the sort of stuff that you produce as well? This was, this has a massive influence on the stuff I produce. Good. And also, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, spot your dog. And what other, like, which sort of artists were, were sort of highlighted in that? Massively Burial at the time. Got his signature tattooed on my arm. Um, absolutely love him just because his stuff was just moving for years. You know, growing up as a teen, like, it was sort of, like, happy but sad. Like, and it was just amazing. Happy but sad. It, if you haven't listened to it, you need to listen to it. It's just crazy good. I don't mind a bit of Burial. I got quite into Burial back at the back end of the Rory for Mice days mm, when the first set started getting I think we discussed this last time the first set started getting played as like dubstep sets and something a bit more ambient mm, yeah. took away the old school but you take a couple of the artists home and Burial was one of the ones I took home all the way back then yeah, can't say that I can't say that I still listen these days but uh, oh he's just brought some recent stuff out and it's fire like fire fire alright oh, so incorporate like 90s hardcore and like side trance and everything into his music now you'd love it man it's sick yeah, that's it. Gonna have to get me lugs back out. You see, it's not just you that are learning, listeners. We're learning as well. <laughs> you can't, you can't teach an old raver new tricks uh, or new licks. <laughs> Something along those lines. In any new case, pingers. so is anything? Uh, so, anyway, anyone on top of burial? What do you mean, anyone on top of burial? As in, as well as yeah, anyone as well as. Mm, God, there's Lord, yeah, early scream, digital mystics, early yeah, dubstep stuff, all that anti-war dub, digital mystics, huge, Benga. huge track, Benga. Yeah, yeah. Everything dark, grimy, garagey. That's when, sort when of the, like the mid, the mid early sort of dubstep vibe. Sort of the early early dubstep vibe, really. Yeah. Before it sort of blew up, went to America and got, in my opinion, shit. shit. Yeah, dubstep. That's all. All music does. Go yeah. to America and just get shit shit totally shit they sorry Americans no that's like, <laughs> maybe 11% yeah. like 11% of our whole demographic comes from America so there's probably one guy in fucking New York yeah. downloading it man I love dubstep fuck dubstep fuck American dubstep and I'm not really into the whole Skrillex and He's a fucking the crazy team. the crazy hoovery stuff it's just, it's just it's, not my beef yeah it used to be an amazing fucking brand new music that came out and moved loads of people then it went so electronic and so fucking bollocks that it just it wasn't, it was soulless. Yes. Soulless. Soulless. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It did sort of sap the, there was something very British about yeah. the earlier dubstep. Yeah, but then, it was, yeah. Or, or maybe not British, maybe European, I don't know. But like, 
just it, it lost its identity a bit when the when the when the states took it over. Mm. Just like soccer, <laughs> just yeah. like soccer, they're butchering everything that we make. Our language. Fortunately, fortunately for uh, all shot soccer, theirs is shit. So. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So and we'll just steal their best players and yeah, we'll like top player in the MLS, Jordy Boy. <laughs> what he is now, in any case. Um, so of all this burial stuff that you were listening to, uh, is there a track that there you'd is. like that, that you'd like everyone to listen to? Yeah, yeah. Pirates is my track of choice for burial because it really captures his essence of like his original dark garage vibe. Like Pirates is one of the ones I actually do know, so I'm quite surprised. There we go. Yeah. Um, but that was on one of that was on one of the earlier albums, wasn't it? One of his first early tracks. It was yeah. Used to have that on my PS3 because the album was oh. quite. The album was quite floaty and it was a good one to go to bed to. Aye. Uh, because you could get out. Because that's the same album that had like Archangel and stuff on, isn't it? It was before that, I think. Like, oh, I'm talking yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm talking shit yet again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally sure though, so you might not be talking shit. All I know is it's a banger. Right. <laughs> Sound? Well, why don't we let the audience judge for themselves? Yes. Uh, this is Burial and the track is Pirates. Who are?
Boreal, and that was Pirates, and that was Wigged. It's a bit of a nostalgia trip for me. E, but Addy, guess what? What? It's a two and a one So for this section, this is where Connors chose to play his wild card, and I believe we're in for a double dose of Burial. We are indeed. Was he that much of an early influence on you? Unbelievable, yes. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. What was it about Burial that stood out? Just his manipulation of his vocals and his drums. He did nothing in time, and it was just... All amazing stuff. Yeah, lots of it is a bit sporadic, isn't it? 100%. Like it's quite calm but sporadic. Yeah. If you know what I mean. It's like dark but makes you comfortable with it. Like you know yeah. what I mean. He he had an interview where he said it's like going into a warm shop with the light on and then having to walk back out in the rain and he like literally makes you glow for two seconds with a vocal and then just takes you back out into the rain like. Such a nice music. way to put it. It is. It's a nice description, isn't it? Mm. Like, the good good imagery. Sometimes the music yeah. lacks a little bit of that, but that's a. Uh, yeah, so which Boreal track uh, is it we're going to play for your wild card then? Well, it's going to be Archangel, of course. Bloody oh. hell. Have I foreshadowed that by mentioning yeah, the track accidentally? Yeah, um, I love this track and I love this album in particular. It's Hyperdub. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. As I say, this is the one that I had on my PS3. Uh, I think I got it off Ali. There's a good chance for Big Up Ali. Yeah, he's he, oh, he, Every bastard. Yeah, he's got a lot of hair. He'll be back <laughs> in tune soon. He'll be back in tune soon. I can't wait to have you back home, son. Um, yeah, you were saying something interesting about the vocals. Where are they all from? 
They're all from different early 90s R&B singers, which he's manipulated. And you wouldn't notice because he manipulated them so much, but they're all very soulful R&B singers and stuff in his early stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I never realised that they were, like, I thought they were directly done. I didn't realise they were all sampled and stuff like that because you really can't, didn't, didn't you say it was Chris Brown? Yeah, Chris Brown. I was Chris Brown and Archangel. And he did a lot of other stuff as well with other R&B artists, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's mad. It doesn't sound like Chris Brown. I don't know me, although I'm, I'm hardly the expert on Chris Brown. Like, I think the level of my expertise is that fucking little, little freaky diggy song. Mm-hmm. Little diggy. Is it little diggy? I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard much Chris Brown. Uh, the one about waking up in Chris Brown's body. <laughs> no? I've not heard this. Nah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's funny. Nah. It's, fu- it's not brilliant, but it's funny. Nah, it's funny. It it's good. About, like, I like a bit of comedy and music. Mm-hmm. Like... I like to have a giggle while I listen. Mm-hmm. Um, sound well for the wildcard track. Let's play a bit of Archangel.
Ah, there we go. That was a double dose of burial. First up, we had pirates. Then we had archangel, which is spotty dog and all cush with me. So let's roll into the next section of the podcast. First rave memories. So with you being a whippersnapper compared to us two old men, would imagine you'd probably actually have some decent memories of your first rave. Do you remember the first rave you went to? Yeah, actually, mate. Yeah, I was 17 and it was turbulent in Newcastle. Oh, digital, like. big up Forbes. It was a digital. Aye, 100%. Bloody hell, because I went... That was even... Even further yeah. into it, like, it's, it's mad, because did you did you never went to go to a turbulence downstairs at the old uni? Me mum did. <laughs> Should have fucking got her on. I bet you her first wave memory banners is amazing. I still haven't got my boxers back, by the way. All right. Um, <laughs> so turbulence. What's your what's your memory? So it was turbulence of digital. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Can you remember who was headlining? It was high high contrast. Ah, right. Oh. Sound. There we go. Uh, did then, and is, have you got any particular memories from that night? Yeah, when he played the track "If We Ever," which is one of his biggest tracks, and it's uh, it was a massive rave vibe, like yeah, just the floor going off. Crazy. What do you remember from the from the digital venue? Like I've only been to digital a couple of times. I only went to one turbulence at digital, which was a Goldie one, and I left before Goldie went on because I'm just not a fan of that venue. Yeah, um, I get what I get what you mean as well. To be fair, I'm not a massive fan of the venue, but we just it was a first rave, so you know I was seventeen, I couldn't even get into the rave. So technically because I had bounces on, but you know I managed to get in so I used to thrive on trying Did to you just in. like bum rush the show or did you manage to sneak in like an ID or I, I, I nicked an ID. You nicked an ID? I did, uh, Spotty dog. Classic. Can you remember whose it was you tapped? No, I can't remember. Because I had long hair. Oh, there we go. Do you remember those days standing outside of a rave and you'd have someone walk down the rave looking at people and go and like looking for someone who might have an ID oh. that briefly, briefly looks just a tiny uh, bit like them to get in. Yeah. It reminds like my ID went missing years and years and years ago when I was still living at home. And I was just like, Where the hell's my ID gone? Like it's it, I just I can't find it anywhere. And then uh, my brother got in touch with this and was like, I've uh, just got kicked out of a bar. How come? She says, uh, I pulled my ID out and the guy knew who you were. So, <laughs> so he looked at the ID, having nicked mine, and was like, you're not Gav, I know Gav. And he got turned away from one of the first ones he ever went to because he just wasn't me. The bouncer just happened to incidentally know who I was. So, Don't know why. That's an unlucky punt that like, isn't it? It is, it is. Do you know what it is? He even, like, I was, I was one of those, I thought I was dead. I thought I was mint when I was a kid, mate. Like, I used to shave bits out of my eyebrow and everything. And I did wonder why my brother had shaved a chunk out of his eyebrow. I really did wonder why he had a missing bit. Like, it just that went missing. And my driver's at me, uh, provisional went missing. And it turned up in his wallet. Which uh, is mad. Uh, so, like, what, what, what was it about this track that stood out to you? Oh, it, was it just the vibe? It had an amazing sort of nostalgic sort of drum and bass ravey vibe, really. Yeah. And I just loved. And it was just great, you know, in the time when you were just... You know, starting to just rave your head off. When everything was really positive. Yeah. You only saw the good sides of rave. Yeah. And yet the older you get, the more you go the to more, rave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the more you look around and you're like, the audience is yeah. fucking, the audience are young. Wasn't like that in my day. Yeah. <laughs> does it make you feel old saying that? Or does it just make you feel like... No. What makes us feel old is listening to Radio 1 thinking all new music's shit. Yeah. It is though. It, it is really though. It really is like... Lots of the stuff that's played on the radio these days is awful. awful. On the way back from bang phase in the back of the car, just because no one could stand the rave anymore, just like, just put the radio on, and I was just listening to fucking R&B record after R&B record after R&B record, just going, fucking it, this is, there's no content, nothing's good about this. Like, normally I can find a, a good part in any record going, actually, 
that's shit, but that part's really good. It was just a dirge of fucking shite. Not even six, <laughs> not even six seconds of usable content. No, just like you're all fucking rubbish. Fucking awful, like the yeah. hip hop and that that they come out with these days and everything else, and it's, it's just like, like what the fuck's going on here, man? I mean, you're quite, <laughs> you're quite a big advocate of SoundCloud, aren't you? So, like, I what's am. your take on that mumble rap sort of scene on SoundCloud? Ah, do you know what it is? Like, I'm not gonna lie. In every genre, there's Ari tunes mm. and there's shit. Right, in every single fucking agreed, genre in the world. Agreed, Classical, absolutely. Gabba, whatever you wanna call okay. any genre. So I've heard a track which was canny, but I mean, I'm gonna say like 85 to 95 percent of it is pretty garbage to it, me. Like to me, it all sounds like they've got one producer doing yeah. all of them. Yeah, because like, the they same. all sound exactly the same. Mm. And you listen back to the music that we grew up with, and it's like, you know what? When I, I listen to the music from the nineties. It's all a little bit different, mm-hmm. and yet music today sounds—it sounds more increasingly similar, and it all blurs into one. I think technology is the fault for most of it because everyone can just do everything that everyone else is doing. Yeah, yeah. it's like all, but technology comes totally the same. All music kind of just, unless you push the boundaries of what you're doing, yeah. you just, can just set up. Sit that's, that's what it is because I mean, look at the old days where everyone had loads of drum machines and mm. loads of synthesizers which all had different sounds you know what I mean and now everyone's got a MacBook with Logic or mm. Reason or whatever on and, and a million VSTs and, and that's it and each other's yeah. VSTs and they're all going to end up sounding the fucking same yeah that's, it. that's what I was going to say everyone sounds like they've got their MacBook and they've downloaded Cubase 101 mm-hmm. and all of the music sounds exactly the exactly. same which is a, which is a sh- it is a bit of a shame but you know there, there are still those little bits of gold amongst all the shit oh yeah. yeah amongst all the shit that's out there True. Um, so, of all the rinse drum and bass that was probably played, because that's just turbo mince to a T, isn't it? it? Is. Um, big up Phobes, who was probably there. Phobia, Ames, maybe? Yeah, all of them lot. Yeah, yeah. Phobia and Ames. Calibre, Ames, Phobia, all that lot. Yeah, sweet. Well, we saw Uncle Phobes at the recent Turbulence. No, you, you, I you, wasn't there. Yeah, I saw Uncle Phobes play his first set in ages at the recent Turbulence uh, motion sickness at the uni. And that was quite a nostalgia trip, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was, um, it was a sick night. Yeah, actually. even, even much better than RDC. <laughs> nah, actually, yeah, probably what fucking was better than RDC. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for was. you, Spud. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, drum and bass is just one of those things that it it, it, it it's ever changing, but it was kind of of its time. Yeah, like in my opinion, those sort of early two thousands rinse out Hoover drum and bass. Yeah. just I quite enjoyed that. Until I, until I, inverted commas, grew up and grew into jungle, I suppose. Which uh, is the way that I went with my progression. Mm-hmm. So of all those drum and bass tracks that were that were played out there, is there one for the listeners that will be a good reminder to you of the stuff that was played on that night? Can you remember bumbling through the crowd and elbowing people out the way to wave your fists at something? Oh God, you know what? Stick that high contrast if we ever tune on. Sound, sounds, sounds, sounds good. There we go. So here's a bit of high contrast for everybody um, for the first Rave Memories track. Here we go.
Fucking sweat yeah, that was one of those classics from the Turbulence Age, which was the first ray of memory of Mr. Connor Subno, who's on the podcast with us this time out. <laughs> Section four, I suppose. Festival fevers. Yeah. So, uh, I know you. I know you like a little bit of festival. What do you like about festivals, mate? I just love getting grotty me for about four days and dancing my head off and not sleeping much. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> pretty much my experience of festivals. Like, yes. I think I've only been to one where I slept well, and that was the bang face where I slept from the Saturday to the Monday. And then that's where the rave was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on the rave. Oh so shit! Are we going, going, going on the we're rave? I'm going to go and watch AFX Twin. Gavi been asleep for fucking thirty. You hours. missed the FX Twin. That was last night. Yeah, <laughs> slept for a full thirty hours. It's what you get for uh, hitchhiking your way to the festival, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> so, um, festival fever then. Yeah. Yeah. Love festivals. I mean, my favourite ones are the small hippie ones you get in the woods. <laughs> right. <laughs> 100%. Sounds great. And yeah. I've been to loads of different ones. I've been to European ones. I've been to Dimensions. I've been to Techno Parties and everything else. But you never get anything like a British Krusty Festival in the woods. Aye. Like if it were a Krusty Festival in the woods. Like, what's that? Uh, what's the one where there's a stage in the woods? Uh, Beat Herder. Mm, yeah. You've done one? Beat Herder? Yeah, I haven't been yet, but no. I'm going this year. Ah, well, there you go. I am indeed. Is that on the list for this summer, is it? It is. Is there anything else on the list this summer? Yes, I've got Junction 2, which is a massive, big, dirty techno festival under a bridge in London. And I've got, um, I'm probably going to go to Berlin quite a lot and party my head off there as well. I fucking love that city. Yeah, me I absolutely love that city. There's something like like beautiful but rustic about it like how one one half of the city is really industrial and the other half's just so colorful and yeah uh, i went on a stag do uh and i came back and i took 360 photos 
and only 30 of them were of the lads who I went on the stag do with. <laughs> the rest of them were all of graffiti. Yeah. Uh, because there's so much to absorb while you're there. Um, what festival are you going to in Berlin? Twitchy, t- Twitchy uh, Techno Festival? I don't know what festival I'm going to get in Berlin, but I mostly just go to Berlin, I end up in Trezzel, and then I end up in Bergheim, and then I'm just, you know, I'll be there for days just partying Aye. to Techno. Aye. And I love it. It's perfectly down my street with Techno, all dark, industrial, lush, yep. and everyone fucking loves it. Do you know what I loved about the one I went to in Berlin? Uh, we went to this dirty little abandoned train station, uh-huh. and there was a rave out the back of this train station. And when you first got there... They took your mobile phone off you yeah. and gave you a bit of paper with a number on mm-hmm. so that people at the rave spend time talking, mm-hmm. chilling with each other and not just Instagramming things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's a really nice touch mm-hmm. because so much of raves and festivals mm-hmm. and stuff today is trying to get out of the way of the idiot who stand at the front just streaming it all and stuff like that yeah. instead of enjoying the moment. Like, do you find that ruins it or...? Um, I feel like, honestly, they've got a good policy in Berlin where no photos allowed, no phones out, because, I mean, let's be honest, why the fuck are you on your phone, right? If you went out to have a good time, exactly. you're, you're telling people, everyone, you've had a good time, but really, you're not having a good time because you're too busy fucking telling everyone else you have a good time. You're acting more, you know as, a me- you're acting more of a, as a medium to anyone else who's on your yeah. Facebook page, isn't you're it? You're detaching yourself from the, the reason that you went. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you just moving away from the tunes and going into that... Po- po- <laughs> going into that personal social social media space exactly yeah so uh of the sort of tunes what what tunes is it that stand out from fezzies that you go to fezzies 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 normally normally just dark techno and stuff like i mean like honestly i love a lot of festival tunes but mostly i just love dancing to techno for like a long time yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing with festivals is you you do have a long time to do it don't yeah, you so perfect, arriving it? A, arriving on a wednesday going home on a monday that's mm-hmm. a it's a good session, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Indeed yeah. it is, yeah, it's great. So what tent do you find yourself drawn to when you go to these festivals? Just the techno tent? Um, techno tent, I like a bit of house, I like a bit of disco, I like a bit of electro, you know, I'm just, I'll wonder me, like, yeah. I'll wonder. Are you one of these ones who circles everyone you want to see, or do you just go from place to place? Do you know what, I'm a strong believer, right, in going to festivals and not, I love going to a massive festival, seeing all the big act DJs, right, and that's class. But I love going to festivals where I don't know one DJ because it's just equal. You're going to mm. have a wicked time and you don't have to go, oh, we're going to miss him. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Just, just one up. Have yeah. a good dance. You've done your job. That's you know it. What I mean? there's, there's people who've gone to festivals and they're like, oh, no, it ruined my festival. I didn't go and see Brian Springsteen. And it's like, well, what were you doing instead? Exactly. Like, I was having a pancake with a hippie in a field mm-hmm. and I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. Look the prospects. Like, we often go to the prospect raids in Nottingham. Uh, Nottingham, Rotten, Nottingham. Rotten, <laughs> fucking Rotter, Rotterdam. <laughs> Rotterdam. <laughs> And sometimes when you buy the ticket, there's no lineup announced, uh-huh. and you're going yeah, on faith multiple yeah, times, isn't it? It's all the time. Like yeah, you, it, it pretty much sells out early birds before anything's been announced. Bad face is the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. You don't like sometimes you can just go to the festival for the vibe, and the vibes are loads better than the ones that you've circled. All the, I mean, nothing wrong with being a twitch head and yeah. circling names and stuff like that. Yeah. Went out of my way to go and see Brian Wilson when I was at a Glastonbury because it's. Brian Wilson, you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. going to Glade and like making sure we saw Igo. I remember that whole Glade where we were like on the Sunday, gotta go see Igo. It's gonna be the best thing you see all weekend. Yeah. And then you fell asleep against yeah. he fell asleep, stood up straight, leaned against a tent pole. Like with the hardest industrial Dutch gabber ever. And here he was just, 
like sleep against this thing and then waking up and go, ah, duh, waving his arms and then go back to sleep, like at the front of the rave. I, I think that's some of the joys of a festival, though. I went to Glade Festival and fell asleep. It's all right. Yeah? Yeah. Which Glade was it you went it to? It was the last one. The last one? The last one I went to. I managed to catch it before it closed, but that was really, really cool as well, mate. I did five in total. Um, three in one venue, two in another. Mm-hmm. Came home with AIDS from one. You yeah. came home with a dog from one as well. Shut up, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. My yeah. dog's from Glade. Yeah, yeah. We were in a, in a, do you want to tell? No, no. We've told it before. Told the story before. Right. Yeah, you came back with a dog. Oh, came right. back with That's a dog. it. Very cool. And a lot of us came back with AIDS one year. Yeah. Well, not real AIDS. Like fake AIDS. Festival, fake AIDS. Festival, festival AIDS. Festival trophy AIDS. AIDS. The water, off the water, the water, the water was bad. It was fog foot, I call it when you get. No, no, this was like because you were drinking the water and just got this mouth aids after when I got home. Like, everyone was ill. I I remember I got home and I had a, I was like, you know what, all I want is proper food. I went and got like, went the Chinese and got a curry, came back and it just raped my mouth. (laughs) And then my mouth just became inflamed with the hotness. I was like, what the fuck's happening here? And then there. Then the, the AIDS ensued. Yeah, that's it. It's, I ended up spending like a week in bed. It yeah, was just it was fucking rough. absolute roughness. Jesus. So that's that's one of the things with festivals, though, is you, yeah. you can you can go and little things like that can ruin it, or they can absolutely make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so of all of the tunes that you've heard at festivals and all the music you've enjoyed at festivals, is there one tune that would sort of encapsulate all of them that you'd like to play for the listeners of the OTR podcast? I would indeed. It's a bit of a bassy, dark house, seven o'clock in the morning vibe, a bit minimalist-like, but it is a track called Headroom by Coma, and it's a Scudge remix. It's sick. So the art, it's a Scudge remix. Mm-hmm. Is, is, that, is that the name of the is artist? Is that Coma from Coma and Bones? I'm not quite sure. It's just K-O-M-A, Coma. Mm-hmm. Possibly. 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 Right, sound. Well, let's play a little bit of uh, squelchy dark techno phase all then. Mm-hmm. Here we go.
Headroom, the Scooge remix by Coma, um, uh, and that was, that was interesting. It was. It was nice. I like it. Yeah, sweet. So we'll stroll on. Uh, section five of the podcast is where we talk about shared discoveries. So first off, you got anything coming up you'd like to share with anyone? You got any gigs booked? Um, I haven't got any gigs booked at the moment because I'm focusing on new EPs and releasing a new alias actually at the moment. Oh, you're oh, not going to be subnode. I'm not going to let anyone know about this. So this is top secret oh. shit. It's not gonna be. Not gonna. You're not gonna let her. No. Oh, do you know what it is? We thought we had the inside scoop. Sorry, guys. Well, next time, next time, 100. When he's got something new coming up, we'll post it and share. Yeah, it we'll, let you know. we'll let you all know. Because bless him, he's a lovely lad. Um, cool. So you've got a whole new bit coming out, and um, you've already got your own tunes on your own SoundCloud. I have, How I can people find you on SoundCloud? You can find me on SoundCloud, www.soundcloud.com, standard slash subnote, S-U-B-N-O-T-E. There you go. Uh, and you can catch all of Connor's bits and pieces he's been producing up there. We've actually played one of your tunes, uh, not on the podcast, but I played it in a documentary that I made, mm-hmm. um, and Boys Got Talent uh, is all I'm going to say. Um, might not be everyone's cup of tea but you should well, give check it, them out you never know well I was just about to say give it a lug full because you never know what's going to be good for you mm-hmm. um, so by the way the shared discoveries are there any artists out there that you think people should be listening to who maybe don't get the notoriety they deserve yeah me you. <laughs> ah, there you go. shortest section of the podcast ever section 6 no no um, no, no 100% yeah. um, I've just released a track on um, Hate by the way which is a massive techno YouTube channel so check that out it's called Chaos Code but and they can get that uh, just by searching on yeah, YouTube. Subnote and it'll pop up, Chaos Code, proper dark industrial techno, if that's your cup of tea. Yeah, there you go. Um, like a bit of industrial. But with the artists, I think everyone should be listening at the minute to Vajaki, and he's an Eastern European guy, works with Trip Records, which is Nina Preves's label, um, and it's all really 90s, hardcore, nostalgic nice. stuff. 
old gravy, lush, nice Mi- hardcore. Like. Oh, that's proper good for us. Like that, what an amazing name, Bajarki. 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 With a K R. Yeah. Ah, that's right down Wall Street. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> a very good name. So, um, which tune is it by him that you think we should play out for everyone? The tune I want you to play out is called Ecstatic. It's called My Inspiration, and it's a Bajaki remix. Ah, right, sound. So, uh, where can they find Bajaki? Is it a SoundCloud jobby again? It's a SoundCloud, it's a YouTube. He's done stuff with Resident Advisor. He's kind of big at the minute, like. Yeah, but I... you just think he doesn't get the love he should. Yeah, I mean, he's really, really underground, isn't it? Yeah, so, I think that's the problem with underground music is sometimes getting the exposure is difficult. It is. That's why this section of the podcast is always one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. Like, I like sharing tunes and like letting everyone listen to a bit of new music. So, uh, the tune we're going to play out is called My Inspiration and it's the Bajati remix uh, from last year. Yeah, oh, indeed. Indeed. So, let's play some Bajati.
Love it. Lovely as a start. Like. Yeah, we like a little bit of breakbeat. It's got that proper 90s sound, haven't it? Mm -hmm. uh, that was my inspiration, Ecstatic, but it was the Bajaki remix. Uh, and again, you can find that on YouTube, you can find that on Spotify. Um, all providers. All providers, all of those little web spaces. But go and dig out some new music, everyone. That was recommended by Connor. And that was for section five, the shared discovery. But we've reached the moment in the podcast. Section six. It's my turn. It's where I ask Addy to set the scene. Right, Connor. You've just bumped into digital. You're making your way down the front. Spud's there. He's gurning his face off. You've seen about 50 faces of, of Spud. He's got a tab in his mouth the wrong way. He's fucking <laughs> raving like fuck. Andy C's dropped the worst tune ever. You booed him. And someone else has come on and dropped just the most bestest tune you'll ever hear in your life or your hands in the air or your proper screw facing down I'm a hands in the air kind of guy yes. because, there we go. but I've got the screw face on at the same time so I just look like I'm not enjoying myself but I'm fucking loving it <laughs> <laughs> one, of those, one of those twists on it where everyone can see your armpits with your screw pounding the fucking ceiling and shit you know what I mean yeah proper gabba punch yeah yeah we like a bit of an arm in the air I mean mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with a screw face you know that like it's a, it's a you know, music can be a miserable person's game. Um, can be. It but it can also be ecstatic and wonderful. It can. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So what sort of tunes is it that make you fling your little arms up? Just like industrial in it. Hardcore techno, really, like. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. Is that the ones that get you? Fucking love it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that sort of big, crunchy industrial sound? Yeah, massive like Rotterdam Berlin sound. Like just really, really mechanic, really, really dark. Darker the better. Poundy as fuck. Yeah. Seven hours... Seven hours in a dark club, eyes closed, just fucking like that, basically pounding the ceiling, you know what I mean? Oh, do you know if you've got your arms up or have your screw face, yeah, have you got your eyes closed? By the end of it. That's it, a bit of both. Um, right, okay, sound. Yeah, I mean, the arms in the air thing is... Uh, That's very good, it's us. It is, it's us. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll add you to the list. I haven't got my list with us. No, no. Yeah, I finally wrote it down, Eddie. Have you? Yeah, you I, finally, I finally went through and I wrote them all down. Man. And then the first podcast we do after we're I wrote them all down, we're not, we're, not in the the, we're not even in the right room. But never mind, never mind at all. So, uh, is there any like artist in particular whose tunes always make you flow up, or is it just anything industrial? Do you know, like recently I went to go and see Randomer. Yes, I was, I was there. there. What a night that was! Fucking banging. Randomer. Randomer, yeah. Just yeah. sounds like people who fucking got into your chalet at a bang face. That was me. <laughs> that was him yeah. being the Randomer. Just bursting into people's chalets shouting. <laughs> Hopefully shouting on the riff. Yeah, yeah, most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Not that we're repetitive or anything no. like that. But um, yeah, 100%, we went to go see Randabout and that was fucking unbelievable industrial, great techno all night long, you know what I mean? It was kick-ass, what it had. It was, it was amazing night, I had, a, I had such a fucking blast. Is that over uh, at the Cobalt? Yeah. yeah, that was at Cobalt Studios in Newcastle. Great great place to put on a party yeah. as well, you know what I mean? Yet to drag my ass into it. Like I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward to their uh, Myro night. Uh, That's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. Myro, yeah, the who's uh, Mark Alcard Pain from oh let's don't like to say Mark Alcard of Panya. Panya. That, apparently that's how you pronounce it all from right. uh, PCP Records, who did all the original uh, German hardcore. Cool, ah. cool. All that European yeah, it's his stuff. First time in the city ever, and he's an absolute legend. Can't, yeah. can't recommend it enough. Get your tickets. Right, go. right. I'll be there. I'll a be nice, there. a nice little inside, inside track on the yeah. cobalt from Harry there. <laughs> yeah, I've not took myself down to that. I'm not. I've just not ended up at that venue recently. To be fair, I'm like, yeah, full on with uni at the minute, so it's yeah. difficult to 
to create time for Raven. Yeah. My Raven happens on a bus backwards and forwards to fucking town, probably. Those few minutes down Shields Road. You gotta do something to distract yourself when you're on Shields the, Road. The worst high street in the world? Apparently so, yeah. Really? It was in the Chronicle the other day, <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently it's the worst high, high street, street in, in the, the world. UK? Jesus yeah. Christ. In the, whole of the, in the whole of the UK, it was voted we're worst. Fucking, we're fucking... You know, we're number one! Yeah. We're number, we're number one! one. <laughs> well, we are. To, to be fair, we are the number one podcast in Biker. Yeah. Yeah. And number one music podcast. <laughs> number one rave podcast. We're the, num- the, the very first uh, longest running rave ep- episodic uh, Jordy based rave podcast. Yeah. Fucking there you go. Longest of the internet. You go, well. Hey, and if you can log into iTunes, you know where it is. We'll crack the top 50. I know. Um, Give us a, a sweet five stars, please. Yeah, yeah. If you can get in to iTunes and you can leave a review, as we've already said, leave a five stars. We'll give you a shout out. We'll read some of the reviews out. Even if you call with twats. Even if, as I, I said last time, even if you want to hear Addy say something daft like. I'll like, see it. He will. <laughs> there's no don't, don't bounce. dare us I'll the, see it the habitual line step at to my right like it just it needs no excuse no nope. needs absolutely no excuse so back to the arms in the air point now so of all of the industrial stuff and all of those tracks yeah. is there one track that particularly gives you a fondness for exposing those armpits do you know what I found this track when I was at Dimensions Festival on a beach at early in the morning and it, someone was playing it where's Dimensions? Dimensions in Croatia it's the finishing yeah this year but it's electronic sort of techno and disco festival and everything else which is great so yeah I was walking on the beach and I heard this track and it's some sort of Eastern European techno producer but I mean it's the fucking hard it's like 140 BPM fucking hard as fuck like kick ass track like so I love it yeah, mint. Yeah. Uh, who's it by? It's by Eart and it's called Dynamic Dwarf. Oh, I don't mind reading that word, but I'm not a fan of dwarfs. No, no, the gaps are like dwarfs. No. It's very oh, scared. Yes, I remember this actually. Yeah, yeah you're not yeah. a big fan of dwarfs. Are you? It's not that I'm a big fan, they just make me feel really uncomfortable and punchy. What about Smurfs? Smurfs? I hate Smurfs, little blue bell end. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, thing, the, the thing with Smurfs is the Smurfs aren't real and dwarfs are very real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just since 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 I've been young, I just I just uh, yeah. You, you know what it is for someone who stands six foot two and weighs over twenty stone. Uh, they make me feel little. Yeah. Um, uh, and it makes me feel really uncomfortable, and I start to panic and sweat. Um, so it's yeah. True. I've seen it. Yeah. He's seen it. He's tried like. Yeah, it was a. a, a I said him uh, fucking dwarf porn all the time. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the lads used to send us one every year on my birthday. I'd get the same fucking picture of a guy lying comatose in a field and the dwarf about to shove a branch up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do you know what it is? It's one of those situations. If I know if I know it's coming, I'm all right. Yeah. Like I, I like Warwick Davies. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm quite. When when I know he's gonna be in something, it's all right. Mm. It's it's the little it's the surprise thing at dwarfs that you don't under, that you don't like. Honestly, you don't come out the fucking walls, you know. Well, no, I didn't know. I was drinking in the three bulls once, and someone brought one in dressed as Oompa Loompa, and it was just like just being a tinker around the bar. <laughs> I'd have left that bar so quick. <laughs> like I'd have I'd have been you know what you'd have, it's you'd not, have it's seen a, the three bulls every day. You'd have seen like a day glow dreadlocked blur going. <laughs> Straight out to the smoking area Aye. to stand and just puff on his vape until there's no juice left in it. But to tie it all back in, um, uh, this is Dynamic Dwarf and it's by. It. Get into it.
context. Ah, that was the arms in the air moment. And that, that was, was a dynamic dwarf. Bang like fuck. And again, that's 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a banging, banging, banging tune. So, the On The Rave podcast, we always like to do things a little bit differently. We have DJs on. DJs are often asked to play songs dedicated to people. But we're flipping that shit. And we're asking you if you'd like to dedicate a song to someone and who you'd like to dedicate it to. So, I understand we've got a special dedication inbound here. We have, we have. My dedication, which is a special one, and this track was played at my mother's wedding um, last year when we had a massive Celtic wedding and everything, and I'm really going back to my roots here, away from the techno and the electronic, but I want to recommend the track Headmix Collective, Job Creation, to my ah, mother. Didn't you drop them? That was another one that you name-dropped in the start of the podcast, wasn't it? Uh, Headmix Collective? Yeah. Well, a thievey corporation, maybe. Ah, just so many of them. I know. So many of them. So, so many. What is it about this tune that makes you want to dedicate it to your mum? Is it just that you played it at the funeral? I nearly said funeral. <laughs> Fuck me. Gav, man. Gav. Uh, play it at a wedding. Um, what makes me want to send this to me, mum, is because it's political. And it's, it's Mother's Day at the weekend. It's Mother's Day at the weekend. There we go. There we go. Do you there know what it is? Go, Couldn't have picked a better one. Three days shot. Answers on the ball here. There, yeah. Do you know what it is? You can. You know what it is. You get. You get home to your mum, right? And you'd be like, so "Mum, this, this year I didn't buy you a card. I dedicated this song to you on the podcast." There we go. You know what it is? It's better than a Tesco bottle of champagne. Totally fucking isn't it? Is. Yeah. yeah, it's well. You know what I mean? You, that way you can get away with just getting one of those text, Tesco extra value Mother's Day cards. Yeah. Which, which, like, I, I said your name in a podcast, I'll just write it on the inside of the phone mm-hmm. card. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. I said your name in a podcast. So, uh, what we'll do, we normally get the person to introduce it and leave a nice little comment. So, would you like to introduce this and say, hello, mum, this song's for you? Okay, I will. I, I'll be like, mum, this, this is the song you love. Remember all the fucking hippie times and your wedding was fantastic. Job creation, Headmix Collective, you know it's fucking lovely. There we go. No better way to get into it. So let's slide straight into the dedication. Let's get on with a little bit of Headmix Collective.
Well, it's not like a little bit of dedication, a couple of days shy of no Mother's Day. Day. You never know. Next time we'll, we'll big up to all your moms. Yeah, Ew. big up to all the mammies out there, specifically the ones who like to rave and the one that. I nearly said father. I'm not doing well in my words today. I thought you were going to go down a milf roof there. I so thought I want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, after uh, outing me as a, a, a granny shagger, uh, <laughs> we'll shift straight on. Sorry, Steffi. Sorry, like, yeah, she's not going to like that. Like, uh, she's already doing that. Like, she, she, she got grey hair and she hates it. <laughs> she hates it. I'm 10 years older and I haven't got a grey hair. I'm not going bald yet. And fuck me, she's just. Steffi, I'm even older and I haven't got a grey hair. <laughs> there you go. Just to make you feel I love you, darling. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> let's roll on to section eight and move away from awkwardly trying to save my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> section eight is the guilty pleasures section. Now this is a bone of contention because uh, so many times we have people come on and they'll just say, don't have a guilty pleasure in music. Yeah. Um, but other people will quite happily admit one. Do you have many guilty pleasures in music? I've got a lot of guilty pleasures, full stop. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, then, let's not talk about music and just talk about a couple of the other bits. So what you got guilty pleasures about? Oh, what, do you, what, what? Do you, what do you love that you hate people know that you love? Fucking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, really. It's, uh, well, you know, music-wise, you know, people, people might think, I work in a bank, obviously. So, you know, obviously. obviously, with your demeanour and, yeah, and, yeah, and your yeah, industrial yeah. techno and your luggage sponsor, yeah, yeah, you're, every, yeah. you're everything that Barclays screams out for when they're, uh, <laughs> when, they're, when they're looking at an application form, aren't you? So, yeah, a bit of guilty pleasure with the techno vibe. You know, I love going to Berlin and getting really weird over there, as everyone does. Don't pretend you don't like it. Colourful. Yeah, exactly. Colourful. Let's just leave. Let's just leave the guilty pleasures there. We'll talk about the music guilty pleasures, right? Yeah, yeah let's well, go. Okay. So, when it comes to music, what's your what's your guilty pleasures? Do you, do you know what? Like, I never used to be into massive hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. And every year, I find myself getting more hardcore and more hardcore. It's creeping up it on everyone. It fucking does. So it's coming back in heavy at the minute, isn't it? it fucking is. Especially man. in techno. And I love it as well. You know, like even from techno, early house, I used to listen to techno, and now I, I love breakcore bits. Like, I love a bit of Gabba, you know, I love it all. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, my guilty pleasure at the moment is um, two artists from the Netherlands, I think. We um, like it. They are both from the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, called Ghost in the Machine. And they've recently done stuff with an artist called Perk, which is really, really good. Yeah, it's really, Perk. really just amazing stuff. Like Really yeah. industrial, industrial metal work, disgusting techno stuff, but really dancey, you know, wicked vibes. So, yeah, the track that I wanted to give to the listeners of my guilty pleasure. To give to the listeners. I like that. Yes. I like the way you term that. Gift. So it's a, a gift. It a is. gift from me to you. A gift from Connor to the to the listeners of the On The Rave podcast. Um, so yeah, what's the name of the track you've picked? The name of the track's called Pile Driver. Oh, nice. We like a bit of a pile driver. A bit of a pile driver. Uh, mm. We like a bit of a pile driver. Band move in the WWE. Yes. You see, he um, joins up guilty pleasures. Pile Driver. Well, that's it. I, you know, wrestling's not a guilty pleasure of mine. I wear it on my arm. I'm currently wearing it on my tits. Um, so yeah, uh, Ghost in the Machine and the what? What is it about this track that like makes it a guilty pleasure? It's just super hardcore, like, and it's just super. Oh, it's just super hard. Like, would your mum be disappointed to you if she heard it? Me mum would fucking throw up. <laughs> ah, well there you go anything that can uh, make someone throw up is definitely something that can class as a guilty pleasure then <laughs> right sound well let's just toddle straight in and play the track then but there's no, absolutely no messing this time out like it's good I like it this is Ghost in the Machine and the track is called 
pile driver.
well, by the way of guilty pleasures, I'd say that that's, that's a an fucking, absolute I love, stonker. I love these artists anyways. Uh, obviously, it's, it's uh, DGID from Outside the Agency and uh, One Half of Mind Industries, just big, big Gabba and drum bass DJs and obviously absolute phenomenal producers. Just another collab from ID, because ID does loads of them, doesn't he? Yes. Because he's outside agency, he does his collabs with Hidden, who's another guy who's just synonymous with that Dutch style. Yeah, so Dutch who, I style. Saw, who I, I saw Bangface last week, he was just awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Is he still really, did you, did you get a chance to crack up with him? No, no, I didn't hardly get a chance to crack up with anyone. I saw Mark Archer in Technoist, <laughs> that's it. Is that about it? Two people have already had on the show. Yeah, you can go that's back ha- and listen to that. Awesome. You can listen to episode eight, which is where we did uh, my technoist yeah. in a hotel in Leeds. Absol- absolutely. Oh, you did sniff a lot, yeah. <laughs> Why not enjoy yourself? Yes. Well, that's it. And you can uh, catch the Mark Archer one as well. I think that was show 16. Um, and you can go back and get all of them in all of the places where you hear good music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, all of them. So we're going to scroll straight into section nine. I say straight into section nine. We're going to toddle into the goat section of the podcast where we'll start talking about the greatest of all times. Um, and I believe that you uh, might have struggled a little bit here because there's lots of people who you think are brilliant. Yeah, amazing. There's so many people I could list. You know, like every, everyone at the minute for me is everything from Perk, Joe Farr, Rebecca, Ansem, you know, all of that really new, well, not really new, but that industrial sort of side of techno, I'm just loving at the minute. Yeah. Absolutely loving, yeah. Just the fresh stuff that's coming out of the minute. Yeah, it's just all really mechanic sounding. Mm. It's just really, it's sometimes disjointed and broken beat, and it's just fucking, yeah, it's unbelievable, like. Yeah. What is it about uh, that, what is it about that sort of artist that sucks you in? Is it just the mechanical nature? You say you've repeatedly said that indust- the industrial sound technology. Yeah, and, and I get what you mean. It's sort of like the percussion because it's so like metallic and it's so like saturated and it just sounds fucking like I haven't heard any other percussion like it. Yeah. You know, it dominates a track, like it's kick ass. It's nice sometimes when you hear the drums being the actual focal point. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. often the drums are the highlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're there to just sort of extra emphasise and to stroll from point to point mm-hmm. I quite like music that's really percussion heavy yeah 100% I mean I come from a background as a drummer in a punk band there you go. and I absolutely love just drums you know what I mean so you were the drummer in a punk band ah uh, yeah that just sounds so foreign when you like because like obviously yeah, when I first well, met when I first well. met you you were playing you, you were basically DJing dubstep and garage yeah when yeah. I first met you I didn't realise you were in a punk band I used to be pretty punk like I got kicked out of school for having a fucking Mohegan did you? Yeah, yeah, what did you use to spike your Mohican? Did you use eggs like uh, like the old school nah, punks? I used fucking gel. I was a shit. But still. <laughs> I don't. It's not shit. It's just that you use the tools that you've got. Oh, I, so if you've got gel, you use gel. Yeah. In the olden days, then that's it. In the olden days. <laughs> back in, in Gav's day. Back in, back in Gav's day, when I was just a twitching dad's nutsack. Um, back then, they used eggs and egg whites to stand up their hawks. Yeah. Um, irons on an iron board. My stepdad used to do fucking iron this one on an iron board because it was fucking like a foot. You know what I mean? That was about a meter that you spread your hand out, but, but you know. You know, it was kind of yeah. It was it's good to know. That size, yeah. About <laughs> half meter, fucking iron, fucking head in an iron board like. Bloody hell. That came up the other day when I was talking about my dreads, and they were like, and I was talking about with someone about how yeah. you wash your dreads. Yeah. And I was just saying, well, you just wash them. You wash them. I get soap from yeah, yeah, lotion yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Well, and they're like, how do you dry them? Like, how do you keep them straight? Do you iron them? And I was like, no, do I fuck? Why would I put an iron on my dreads? Uh, but then you're saying that iron more. More iron more hooks to keep them up straight. Ah. Works uh, like gel them, you, iron them. You think the steam? Oh, dry iron. For that, <laughs> just picturing the steam keep falling out of this iron and making it like. 
your hair stands oh. up and then go woof and flop to one side. Yeah. So you go from being a punk mohawk to being a super emo, spunk. like a spunk. <laughs> <laughs> Use the, uh, there's something about Mary technique. Yeah. Straight up. Whatever's hanging from your fucking earlobe. Um, <laughs> yeah, so back to goats. So you could have picked one from a massive list. Yeah, 100%. So many. The yeah. tunes that I love. And I find them every week. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm one of these guys that can't... I wouldn't be able to tell you my favourite track of all time because every week I'm like, that's not my favourite track. That's not my favourite track. Very you much like Fun Size Johnny. Yeah, that's right. Like, I think that's a really good way to be with music. Music changes mm. so quickly mm-hmm. that if you stop still for too long mm-hmm. you just drop off the end yeah, and you exactly. can't you can't catch back up yeah. um felt like that a couple of years ago with all the mad breakcorn stuff that was coming out and i was just getting lost yeah absolutely lost in it like so yeah well uh you've went for one artist in particular who is it you've gone for i've gone for a guy called ansem right and that's really like sort of down that whole metallic percussion route and it's not straight up kick drums it's more disjointed sort of techno vibe but it really gives you a taste of that really underground it's really good. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. I've seen this few of his sets. Yeah? Class. Yeah, he's amazing. And what is it What is it about him that's so amazing? You know what I mean? Like, you said that the, the drums and the metallic sound, is there anything else that... Like, he just uses a lot of great... Dist- for coming from a producer's sort of point of view, right. he, comes, he uses a lot of great distortion and saturation on everything, and it just sounds crisp and just really really hard and really really loud and just awesome yeah yeah uh, that crisp sound uh, has come up a few times in the podcast i think the newer music is or the newer technology used to make music Mm. makes it so much cleaner uh, and so much fresher and you do lose a little bit um like we were saying with mark archer about old production and Mm. the fact that your, your computer wasn't as clean and you were making it on all the equipment and sometimes that scratchy sound that unclean yeah. sound is what attracts people to it but the new cleaner way that music is produced these days leans itself to artists like that doesn't it i suppose so but you do i know what you're saying you do lose a bit of characteristics when it's not coming from you know like hardware and stuff like that yeah. from an actual garage yeah from an actual <laughs> garage so you know there's both sides of it you can make a great tune in the box without you know hardware and you can make a really good fucking banger or you could use hardware and you will have that human touch to it which may be a mistake. Oh, I like that. I like that turn of phrase. The human touch. And that's just what makes that shit special. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? yeah, cool. So, uh, if people out there wanted to listen to Ansem, where do they start? They would just go on his SoundCloud, I would imagine, or on YouTube. YouTube YouTube's or big for... All the platforms. Yeah. He's on all the platforms. You know, he's quite a big guy. So, he's on um, Maud, which is a Dutch techno label again. Great. He's done a few things for Perk, hasn't he, as well? He has indeed. They work very closely together mm. then too, yeah. They do live sets together. They do, yeah. yeah. Perk and Ansem and Joe Farr as well. They all do sort of stuff together, yeah. All right, sound. Um, and if you had to boil all of the tracks down to one track that really showed you, well, would show our listeners why he is your goat, what is the go-to track? I'd say go look for his Penny and Pound EP and the track is called Penny and Pound and it's just ridiculous. Right, okay, cool. Well, uh, in for a penny and in for a pound. Let's uh, listen to some Ansem.
go in for a penny, in for, for a pound. A uh, in for a pounding. <laughs> Addie's adding ings to things. We're all we're back to the mills. Yeah, that back to the mills. That was Ansem with Penny and Pound from the Penny and Pound EP, uh, two thousand and twelve, mm-hmm. and that was the that was the goat track played out it for was. Connor. And we've boiled down to the very last track being picked out in the podcast yet again. Uh, we've got to section ten. Uh, it's been lush sitting down and having a bit crack with you, Connor. Uh, it's different because you're back in the northeast full time now. You've come back over from Manchester, haven't you? Yep, I am indeed. Yep, I'm back now for good, actually. For good? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Like, take that. Like, t- yeah. <laughs> fuck, take that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There'll be someone in the audience who will be absolutely screaming, damn right, sad fuck, take that. But uh, yeah, cool. We'll get down to the final section, which is the personal anthem section. Now, as a guy who listens to a boatload of music, mm-hmm. I'd imagine that there was a shit ton of songs you could have picked for this section. And yeah, too many, mate, actually. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous amount, yeah. Yeah. Um, boiling it down, uh, what sort of what sort of tracks do you think people associate with you? Do you know what? The sort of techno I make and stuff like that, I always try and keep like a minimal sort of ambient vibe but still make it really, really pounding, mm. like with the kick drum. Mm. So I like bringing a lot of like dark ambient coming from the burial background and bits and bobs like that, but also my rave stuff of keeping it hard. Yeah. So it's dark, nasty, but it's also got like an undertone of like space in it. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, cool. That's sort of like, yeah, in the tunes that I've heard of you, I can hear that because you do quite spacious intros mm-hmm. and then you move into a more progressive sound is the way yeah. that, that I'd suggest it. And as we've said before, you can catch Connor on his, on his uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And if you want to scroll down into the comments section, I'll have a link posted up in there because I'm good with links. Okay. Addy's good with pictures, I'm good with links. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll pop one in there so everyone can have a listen. But when it comes to personal anthems, um, what sort of tune? Right, okay. So bringing everything back from like the burial vibe and everything else and keeping an ambient, spacious vibe, um, I'd have to go with a guy called Jan Cook, which I discovered a few years back, and he just makes the most ridiculous techno. It's not as hard as, say, Ansem or anything like that, but it's very spacious, spacious, and I would call it, like, icy. It's icy. quite Yeah, it's like an ice cave. Or it's, like, sent through, like, a speaker at the end of an ice cave, and it's very, like, melodic and dark undertoned. Yeah. But, yeah. I'd say, like, it, you know what it sort of reminds me of? It's that, it's that mountain vibe. Now, I mean, like, you've took a snow lift up and you've banged your headphones in and you're about to ski or snowboard down a cliff and you put this big spacious music on yeah. as you start mm-hmm. and then as you get to a little bit more technical you've got the pound and, the, and then it'll space off again at the end and that's what that's the sort of music that i mean particularly with burial um as i say his music is quite spacious as much as it's as much as it's like that minimal techno yeah. dubstep sort of inspired sound his music's quite broad mm-hmm. if you know yeah. what i mean there's yeah. lots of room to interpret it whichever way you want to mm. yeah indeed indeed and with that spacious vibe as well there's a lot of panning that goes on with the headphones and stuff like that i love a bit of that oh it's great isn't it? i love a bit of that i'll not do it with the podcast again guys it's our read no, it's kosh no. we'll it's, be in we're, we're, mono. we're in mono now it's our read i'm sorry but uh yeah i love a bit of that it's like I, I'm, I've always been a big fan of the Beatles and yeah. uh bands like them like uh the small faces and the small faces do audio where voice comes from one side guitar comes from the other and i just love that about tunes i love the panning around and stuff like yeah, that like so really nice sound. yeah like making it a full surround sound experience mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah. as you were saying like that thing with the barber but yeah the, the barber thing that they had years ago and they had you put your headphones in your apple headphones which are like the first ones or whatever and there was a guy clipping your hair around you yeah and it was fucking 
Whoa. Uh, <laughs> moved spatially <laughs> right around your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, so, of all of the sort of spaced out techno vibe, and you said that uh, the artist was Jan Cook, mm -hmm. what is it about him that draws you back in? It draws us back in. It just, I would love to be able to produce music like him. Like, you've just yeah. got something that no one else has. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got a specific sound that no one else has, and it's just absolutely fantastic. I love it when an artist owns their own sound. He really yeah. does. He really does create his own fucking atmosphere, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, cool. Um, and is there one track in particular that stands out? Indeed, there is, actually. It's a late track. It's just pretty much came out, and it's called Wide Angle. All right, is a new one. Yeah, it's a new one, and it's on Soma Records. Oh, Scottish label, yeah. Ah, yeah, by the lads. So he's a, a Russian techno artist releasing on a Scottish label. Ah, yeah, he comes out all over Britain and stuff like that. Like, he's wicked. Yeah, you should go and see Right, sound. Well, it, as I've said, it's been mint having you on. It's yeah, good to finally get pleasure. you to sit down and have a bit of crack, Connor, because we've been trying to get you on. We're going to we're gonna try and do you over Skype while you were in Manchester, but it's good to have sat down face-to-face. -face, yes. it? it is better. It's always better face-to-face. -face. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. It, all, it works a bit better, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. um, not that it was bad doing the big Skype. No, no, but and that's, there's going to be more of those because it's just easier for bigger artists, but uh, for local people... It's much better to get there. Yeah, and this is a local. This is a local pod podcast for local people. It is. So, uh, and you, know. you Americans, even though we make shit dubstep. Ha. Yeah, that's right. Our eleven percent who are out in America who listen according to Spotify. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, cool. Well, it's been mint having you on, Connor. Um, and for the personal anthem track, let's listen to "Wide Angle" by Ian Cook.
brilliant, wasn't that? Just a wonderful conversation. It was lovely. Yeah. It's really nice to have a bit of different music on the podcast. I know people get sort of set in the mindset of us being a bit of a gabba and well, uh, jungle banner. It's just that rave's not just rave. There's all sorts of music in, in this wonderful rave genre, isn't there? There is, yeah. It's not all just the techno It's not, not just Eamons e- and 909s. There's all sorts of fucking shenanigans going on. Well, that's it. That's it. Um, and after another successful podcast, we will just remind everyone one more time that you can catch us on Twitter uh-huh. at On The Rave. You can catch us on Facebook at On The Rave. You can catch us on YouTube, youtube.com. On the rave. Forward slash on the rave. Uh, you can catch us on Addy's favourite platform where it's, he posts pictures. Well, you'll get all the pictures on Instagram by searching for on the rave with Addy and Gav. We are powered by Podbean. And fueled by Basement Snacks. And as we've said already multiple times, go and see Don's and have some coffee. It's really good crack. It's lush. Yeah. And you get 10% off by being one of our listeners. Isn't that really nice? Lovely. It's about, nice. I'm sorry if you're outside of the UK. Oh, do you know the last well, part? No, no, it's their own fucking fault for being fucking foreigners. Well, I suppose If they just so. came to Newcastle, then they could still have 10% off. Yeah, we're really sorry I'm about... I'm not stopping them. We're really sorry about the last podcast being banned in Italy. Um, and seemingly in Italy only. Thank you, Scooter. But, uh, <laughs> you know, what can you do? Um, and we've reached the end of yet another one of our shows. So, it's time for Addy to don that big white jacket, spike his hair up and belt repeatedly like some sort of Rick Sanchez... And pull on his science pants. I'm bringing, so, I'm bringing some old school science today. Yeah. With it being resiny and I'm res heavy this week. That's the flavor so of the week. Catch it up. And I just thought, I would, I was going to pick one artist that was on. Yeah. And I went out, toed and froed with the science. I jiggled me testicles around. Your testicles or your test tubes? Both. Both. And then I came up with, obviously, there was only one choice, and it was the rhythmic state. Soap on a rope. Ah, a bit of soap on the rope to everyone. So, thanks very much for listening. I have been the glorious Gav. I'm Addy. And uh, it is time to officially say that we are off the rip. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the classics. Perhaps the most famous classic in all the world of music. And I don't do, and I don't, and I don't do, and I don't do.